I'm Jason Gonzalez. I'm the education reporter for The Tennessean, and we'll be talking about education today for our newcomers podcast. Um, from left to right, we have... Oh, hi, this is Melanie Balockett, also with The Tennessean, and I cover schools in Williamson County. Hi, I'm Misty Emery. I'm a community content specialist here at The Tennessean. Um, I have a, a 13-year-old daughter who's at Bellevue Middle School. I am Jessica Bliss. I am our storytelling columnist, and I have two young boys, and I have recently relocated to Williamson County. I'm Julie Dwyer, and I'm the community content editor at the Tennessean. I have a daughter in fourth grade in Wilson County Schools. I have a daughter that's starting kindergarten tomorrow, and then I have a son who will start kindergarten next year. So to start us off, we just want to talk about perception of schools in the surrounding area, so Metro Nashville schools and um, Williamson, Wilson, whatever it might be, just want to talk about that. Um, I mean, I can go ahead and, and start off a little bit with my experiences. Um, I have been in Nashville for more than a decade, and you know, schools weren't necessarily on my radar when I first moved here, but of course, as a new parent, uh, that quickly became very much part of the conversation. I had always lived in Davidson County, um, and it really surprised me, even with uh, two very young children who are now five and two, um, how quickly conversation uh, came in my friend group about what we were doing for schools. I mean, even at that young age, you're already projecting out, looking at your uh, middle school and your high school. And uh, it was a little bit of a weird sensation to me to have to feel like I had to think about it that early. Um, and then, of course, it was all about the perception of Davidson County Schools and whether we felt comfortable there and whether, I mean, the big question all the time was, are you going to move to Williamson County for the schools? Are you going to move to Williamson County for the schools? So, um, you know, it's very much been a topic in my life, even at a very early age for my children. Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and follow that up. Um, I grew up in Nashville, have lived here all my life, um, attended Davidson County Schools um, in Goodlettsville for secondary school and then Hunters Lane High School. Um, when my, hus my ex-husband and I had my daughter, we lived in Goodlettsville, um, right on the Davidson Sumner County line. And when she got to be about three, we decided to move to Bellevue to be closer to family. Um, his family lives nearby, and my family had recently moved to Cheatham County, and we had aunts and uncles who were nearby. And when we moved... We sort of knew that there were some issues at the middle school, high school level, but that was 10 years ago, and I think the hope was that things would improve. We also had hoped that she might get into Meg's when the time came. We Now here we are. She's going into eighth grade this year, and we've done the lottery every year, and we got really close but never made it. Um, and we also had hoped that she would have there would be a new high school in Bellevue by the time she made it to high school and that's you know it's close but that may not happen for two or three years and so we've had some mixed experiences um elementary was by and large a good experience she went to Gower for a couple of years and then she went to Harpeth Valley for a couple of years and had a great experience at Harpeth Valley it's one of the top rated elementary schools in the state once she got to middle school, um, we started to hit a few snags. We've had some good experiences and some bad experiences. Um, we've talked about the possibility of private school. That's a little out of our range right now. Um, 
So right now, for now, we've decided that the neighborhood school is the best option for us. Um, my neighbors have, have kids at Meg's, and we've watched their struggles trying to get kids across town to school. They have three kids. At one point, they had three kids in three different schools. And so we've really seen you know, the way that parents throughout the county struggle to find the best options for their kids. Um, I, I, my, my experience is quite different than yours um, in that uh, we moved to Wilson County before having kids um, and buying a house there. Um, the schools was a big part of why we chose to buy there. That and the houses were more affordable there for first-time home buyers. So it was kind of the best of both worlds um, as somebody before starting a family. So once we started the family, um, you know, there aren't any charters or magnet schools um, where we're at in Mount Juliet. So it's pretty much the school that you're zoned for is the school that you go to. And I've had um, a really positive experience so far. We've been there five years. Uh, next year I will have three kids um, in that school. And we've had nothing but a positive experience there. And, in fact, um, the school that we're at is Gladeville Elementary. And it was just named one of the reward schools um, for both um, accomplishment and growth. I think it was one of three, or there were three in Wilson County that were um, rewarded for um, growth and accomplishment on test scores, I believe. So, um, so it's, it's, it's been a positive experience so far. So, Misty, you talked a little bit about uh, the struggles within Metro Nashville Public Schools, and, and um, we're talking a little bit about perception. Uh, I often hear, as education reporter, uh, the perception of Metro Nashville Public Schools as a failing district, when in reality, over the last six years or so, they've really improved some of the things they're doing. Um, there are reward schools within the district. There are also priority schools within the district. Um, so talk to me a little bit about um, how choosing that right option for your student comes into play with being in a large size district like Metro Nashville. Okay. Yeah, I think um, there is a perception that Metro is struggling, and I think that is true in many cases. I think the, one of the biggest issues is consistency. Um, we all hear stories about good schools and bad schools. And um, just for an example, um, one of my daughter's friends was zoned for Croft. And they call it the zoo school. And they have some great programs um, working with the zoo. Um, she ended up going to Meg's instead. She got into Meg's, um, and Megan didn't. And here recently, um, Bellevue Middle has seen a lot of turnover, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges facing the district. Um, last year, they went through three principals plus um, a temporary uh, principal. Um, and at the same time, when one of the principals left, she took several teachers with her in the middle of the year, um, including my daughter's math teacher. Um, she struggled the rest of the year as a result of that. Um, going forward into this year, um, the initial principal who left at the beginning of last year has now gone to Croft, and she's taken a lot of Bellevue Middle School teachers with her. And so I sort of feel like that's a loss for us because we knew these teachers and we know there's some really good teachers. Um, it's a gain for Croft, and, you know, I really feel like, you know, maybe we'd like to follow her too. I'm not sure if that's even an option. But um, Megan attended an orchestra camp there this summer, and so I got to drive her there every day. <laughs> it was a long drive. Um, it, it was probably a 40 to 45 minute drive. Um, 
you know, and that's a long way from home. That was one of the issues that we knew that we would deal with were she to get into the magnet schools is if she's in extracurriculars, not only are you making that drive Monday through Friday, then you're looking at making it again on the weekend. So I will say that is definitely one of the, the upsides to being in a neighborhood school is we live in the community with most of the kids who go there. We see the her teachers at the grocery store. Um, so by and large, we've had, although we've struggled some academically, um, the big picture has been a pretty good experience to stay in the neighborhood. Um, we're going to see how this year goes. Like I said, a lot of teachers left. Um, so we're looking at a pretty new roster of teachers there. And I, you know, I'm staying positive, and I think we're going to have a good experience. Um, but I think I would say if if we again encounter some of the struggles that we've had for the past couple of years, that, you know, we might seriously look at moving outside the district. We, you talked a little bit about con, inconsistencies, and mm-hmm. um, one of the things the surrounding districts kind of have – at the moment, I mean, with Williamson County, especially superintendent who's been there for quite a long time and also um, very high-performing district. So, Melanie, what are your experiences as an education reporter out there? Um, what have you seen? Yeah, when we go back to the perception of Williamson County School as this top-performing school district, I think that's absolutely the case. Like, um, So the two school districts in Williamson County is Williamson County Schools, which is a large district that serves all grades, and then Franklin Special School District, uh, which serves elementary and middle school students. They're both consistently uh, the, the top performers for state test scores, ACT scores, uh, high graduation rate and kind of to top off the academic success there's like a slew of extracurricular activities for all the students and a lot of their uh, sports teams make state titles all the time and um, for Williamson County and Wilson County there isn't this issue of school choice because by and large it's uh, by neighborhood schools so I, I would attest to the perception the positive perception of Williamson County schools well, there's a, there's definitely a, a lot of choice option within Metro Nashville Public Schools, being such a large district, and they serve eighty six thousand kids, and they do have magnets, charters, um, academies. You talked a little bit, uh, Misty, about trying to get into the magnets, and they are uh, two of the highest performing in the state as far as high schools. So, um, they're Metro is kind of a different animal in that sense with. Um, choice and choice options and i think what you see is it varies from area to area what you're going to get uh, as far as um whether you're gonna you're wanting to go into academy or not you talked about um options and if it is an option to leave to a different school like croft and that is an option it's an all-choice district you can you can leave um, where you're at, but again, I think parents are um, the biggest issue is one capacity at the school, and then two getting somewhere. Yeah, um, we also had gotten on the wait list for I think it was West End um, Middle, and we were hundreds down the list. So that was a surprise to me. And other people had mentioned that we might could do the same thing um, when it comes time for high school to get on the list for Hillsboro. But I imagine the same thing will probably be the case. 
capacity is a big thing in Wilson County right now because I don't think they're taking a whole lot from other um, from other neighborhoods because I think there are, there may be five or more schools that are at capacity or over capacity so that's one of the biggest concerns facing that area is the number of students they have primarily two middle schools and um, I, I was talking to someone and uh, she has a son starting um, his first year at middle school and his class is almost uh, 600 and to me that's a huge number and a big concern for me I'm so hopeful that within the next two years they're going to um, build another uh, middle school but I just don't know if they're going to you know make it in the timeline that I would like uh, you know to see I just think that's a huge um, a huge number uh, for that grade and then if you look at the total in the whole middle school it's overwhelming to a child who is 12 years old to come into a school with a thousand kids um, you know more than half probably 75 percent that they've never met before so I think that's a that's a concern for those moving to Wilson County. I think uh, this is Jessica, and I think, you know, just talking a little bit about the timeline, both Misty and Julie, you just hit on that and how quickly can things happen. And I think that that's probably why um, so many parents tend to project out so far when deciding where they're going to be and where they're going to start their kids in school. Um, Because, you know, once you get into a district and once you get into the place that you like, that's kind of where you're settling your family, right? So you want to make that choice as early as possible. Um, And you also do see how slowly things can move and change. And we had a lot of discussions in my friends' groups and with my husband about, you know, well, you don't know what high school is going to be like. And, you know, how are you making your choice for your five-year-old, you know, today, you know, 10 years before you're even going to have to worry about that? But I think that there is definitely some sort of uh, track record of showing how slowly things can move. And so you need to make that decision, you know, as soon as you possibly can. And, you know, had we stayed in Davidson, we would have also probably hung our hopes in trying to get into the lottery and trying to get into one of the magnet schools. Uh, I think we were very happy with where we were zoned for elementary school, and we heard a lot of really good things about it. Um, but, you know, you just have to, you have to, you can't just focus on the singular, you know, place and time. And I think that's a challenge for everybody. When you talk about, it's, it's kind of a slow growth over time. I mean, this is something that... Uh, the now retired director of schools of Metro Nashville Public Schools talked about um, many times. Uh, he, Dr. Register, said many times um, that this is a 15-year turnaround. Mm-hmm. That and, and it's six years in, and they have seen growth within this district. And we talk about um, test scores. TCAP just was released. Um, and they did very well. They they saw uh, some growth in some areas, I, and that really, um, I think, put a lot of faith in some people. But I, they're still behind. And so, how do you make that choice? I guess of of moving out. I, I mean, what played into moving somewhere else? Yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, honestly, the, some of the things that we report in the Tennessean certainly shows positive, you know, trajectory and change. Um, but I don't know that they're shouting that from the mountaintops. And I think part of it is just it's hard to change that ingrained perception. And unless you put a really strong, you know, public relations campaign out there and you're really knocking on doors and telling people, look at the amazing things that we're doing, it's going to be that continued discussion of, you know, metro schools are not the quality. And that hadn't necessarily, I think, gotten... The positive messages hadn't gotten out 
in enough time for us to make that decision. So, you know, when we were looking at schools and, you know, we... The other thing, and I think that this was mentioned earlier as well, was just house prices and affordability. And, you know, Metro is also growing incredibly, and we needed a bigger house, and we needed a little bit more space. And so we decided, well, where are we going to find that and also have the money for possibly having education if we need to go private school route? Well, we couldn't do both. You know, we couldn't stay in Davidson County, um, put our money towards a house, and then also have money for education. So we had to make that decision. And that's, in the end, both of those two things, I think, are what what helped move us to a different county. Um, we wanted to be able to get more house and also a better education at the same time. And that's what was Williamson County offered. That's what Wilson County offered to me as well. It's almost identical. I think when, when you hear people talk about it, those are the first two two counties that they mention in terms of schools. But there are others. I think Sumner is also well regarded and um, and you know Murfreesboro area schools and I, I mean, you probably know some more Jason that um, that rank up there as people are looking to buy a house outside of Nashville. I do also want to reinforce though and we had people make this comment to us when we moved to Williamson County, you know, well it really is dependent on the teacher and, you know, the parent and the child. And I think we said over and over and over again, you know, it really would depend on what kind of kid we had. And, you know, who's to say that our child would not have flourished in Davidson County Schools? We can't know that. But I think it, it really does matter the type of child you have, and it also really matters as a parent how much involvement you have. And um, you can't influence it all. But there are bad teachers everywhere, you know? I mean, Williamson County, Wilson County, Sumner County, like, they are not immune to any of that as well, you know? There are amazing teachers in Davidson County. There are amazing teachers everywhere. So, you know, I I don't like the blanket statements of all good or all bad Mm -hmm. because it really does depend on classroom, teacher, the type of child, and the parent involvement all together in one. How do you make that choice then? as far as what's the best fit for your child, what's what's working, what's not working. And Misty, I know you've been through. Yeah, I, I guess from our perspective, we started off in Sumner County, and there's re- there are really good schools there. And as a matter of fact, um, I graduated from Henner's Lane in 1991. It was a fairly new school at the time. Um, by the time my nieces came along and went to high school, um, Things had gone downhill there, and my sister made the choice to move her three kids to Sumner County and actually paid an out-of-county fee for her kids to go to Beach instead of Hunter's Lane. Um, So when we moved to Bellevue, we sort of knew there might be some challenges, but we took the hope that, you know, we could get into the magnet. Um, That hasn't really panned out, and so we are. We're seeing some challenges, and I also take the long view. she she had some years where she had some really good teachers who were just the best of the best, over the top. We had a great experience. The next year, not so good. Um, and, and I understand all teachers aren't the same. They're not going to interact with kids the same. They bring different things to the table. And, you know, I have those discussions with my daughter, too, that, you know, you might not always get along with all your teachers the same but you still you got to show up and you got to give it your best and you got to deal with what what comes along um and so I don't necessarily have a problem knowing that there are going to be some ups and downs but the consistency lack of consistency um especially this past year has really been a challenge losing teachers losing principals um 
you know, I feel like the leadership has to come from the top down. And there are things that, you, that even as a parent, you just can't control. And, you know, we're doing our best to to meet those challenges. And so in our particular circumstance, Megan's really struggled with math. Um, so what that might mean for us is, you know, getting her some tutoring to make sure that, that she's where um, she needs to be going into high school. Um, you know, I, I would also reiterate the idea that this is a it's a long view it might be a 15-year path um to really seeing significant change when we moved to Bellevue we hoped there would be 10 years ago we hoped there would be a new high school um now that she's in eighth grade it would really be disruptive to move at this point and so you know we just have to weigh that um you know the gains that she might get educationally versus the benefits that she has um, of going to a neighborhood school and having friends and knowing the teachers. And you know we're filling that out. Um, I think this year will be a big deciding factor for us. Melanie, what are some of the options within your district? Because I know they do offer at least a semblance of an academy model like Metro Nashville. In Williamson County, it's basically your neighborhood school system. You're going to go to the school that's geographically closest to you. I think the only exception to that is there are some con- some schools that are open enrollment. So um, in the spring, there'll be a list of schools that say, hey, we have a few seats. If you want to go to the school, you can apply. So parents have to apply in the spring. And if they do get into the school of their choice, they still have to uh, transport their own child, which can be an issue for some parents. So again, school choice is not really an issue within Williamson County schools. And um, touching on you know, good teachers, consistency of good administration, I think um, talking to a lot of administrators and teachers, a lot of them anecdotally tell me about how they feel like they're part of this positive community that they're working for. They, they don't feel like they're working for this like big machine of a school district. And I think that morale does play into um, performance to a degree. And Metro Nashville is in a transition right now uh, with its superintendent that might, you know, they're looking for someone and that plays into a, a bit of um, whether it's inconsistencies or consistencies with things. Uh, I know the interim right now is trying to keep things as consistent as possible moving forward. We'll see what happens moving into the future. But how um, how, did, how have you guys stayed informed with making these choices and um, what what resources have helped you say, okay, this is this is right for my student, um, right for my family? Uh, this is Jessica, and I can start on that because I've definitely been heightened and paying more attention in the last couple of years. Uh, when we were making our decision, stay in Davidson and go to Williamson or a different county, um, you know, I very much looked at the school report cards and the grades that... Um, the schools were given each individual school. I certainly looked at TCAP performances, um, but a lot of the way I stayed informed was just talking to other families who had had experiences. I think those that is, is so valuable when you can know families who are in those schools and at those places. Um, you know, we toured the school that my five-year-old would have gone to in Davidson County. We talked to the teachers. Um, he was in the Encore program, which is 
is the Bright and Gifted program, which I think is one of the most amazing things that Davidson County offers as far as that opportunity to uh, take those children and give them, you know, different perspective and different experiences and prepare them for that. And that is actually something that we are very much going to miss being in Williamson County because I think that was one of the best things that we had for him. And we, you know, talked to, those are seasoned teachers there, and we talked to those teachers and said, you know, what schools would be good for, you know, our child. And another thing that I think is great about Davidson right now is that there is that option. There is that choice. So we were able to say, even if it wasn't the one that we were zoned for, okay, well, we consider this option and this option and this option based on these teacher recommendations. People who know my child very, very well can say he would really thrive in this environment. Um, so I think just talking to as many people as you can and getting as many different experiences and perspectives as you can is probably the most the best way to stay well informed and I've been reading the heck out of every education story that is in the Tennessean and anywhere else that I can find it um, just to be as informed as possible about changes and disruptions and turnovers and positive outcomes and results and everything that's going on. I found um, a lot of information on Facebook. A lot of different groups um, has been great to be involved with. There's a parent of Wilson County Schools, and a lot of times they they have information right away that's um, important to me. It may be about my particular school or about the growth plan. Um, of course, I also read Andy Humble's um, his all his reports because he does such a great job of covering Wilson County and. In the schools there, but but definitely trying to stay connected, whether it's with a group of parents um, who are going through the same thing, they have kids in the same grade, um, or with some of these uh, social media sites, and of course the PTO, and, and staying involved, I think, is one of the biggest things we can do as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I think knowing teachers is always a plus. Um, I've been lucky in that uh, Megan's stepmother is a retired Williamson County school teacher, and so I've had lots and lots of conversations with her. Um, She's able to tell me what it all means, <laughs> break it down for me. What do the scores mean? Um, what do the um, the criteria, you know, that they're setting, what does that really mean? Um, that's just been a huge help for me. Yeah, this is Melanie again, and, and touching on what um, all the parents have said in this room, I think social media is, is a big thing, too. In Williamson County, I'm not sure if this is a unique phenomenon, but a lot of the administrators and teachers and parents, basically everyone involved in the schools is really active on Twitter, and they tweet out um, a lot of interesting um, informative news and so um, you can follow them on Twitter and this is a shameless plug I've actually compiled a list of everyone who tweets in Williamson County Schools I'm going to start following that now Melanie <laughs> yes. and you can find that list by following me on Twitter it's at Melanie Blockett spell your last name okay well B as in boy A-L-A-K-I-T as in Tim and there, there are plenty of places in Metro Nashville Public Schools you can find information. Uh, when we talk about, uh, Jess talks about, Jessica, sorry, talks about um, finding a school and, and visiting. That's something that Metro Nashville Public Schools really tries to do with all its parents. There is a September 20th choice conference. You can um, go to any school, figure out what options there are, figure out pathways um, that you might be interested in for your student it's uh, they've been doing it for about four years now and they will take you through what the process might look like for open enrollment um, and and 
anything else that you might want to know. Also, there are plenty of, um, if you're curious about how a school is performing, there's plenty of resources on the Tennessee Department of Education. We will list that online. Uh, some of those things will include uh, report cards where you can kind of stack up how uh, each of the schools really are, are doing. And, and you can do that from county to county and um, look at how um, qualified each teacher is within the district. Um, and also look at um, state assessments and ACT scores for high schools. And so if you guys have anything else to add. Um, yeah, uh, just the last thing for trying to feel out what a school is like for you. You can also schedule school tours. I know private schools do that regularly each week. And even for public schools in Williamson County schools, you can set up tours. I know a woman who was uh, moving to Williamson County, and she toured schools before selecting a house. So that's also an option. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening in, and uh, for more education news, go to tennessean.com slash education and download our mobile apps, and you can find me on Twitter at BY by Jason Gonzalez, G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-S, and also follow us at The Tennessean.